Well, boy, do I have a story for you. Be back in just a moment to talk about it. This is Nero Feliciano, and welcome to the All Things Life Podcast. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and a cognitive psychotherapist. And I'm really excited to share these conversations and interviews with you that will hopefully help you live a healthier, fuller, and more peaceful life. Well, welcome back to the podcast, and thank you for being patient for this episode, which was supposed to come out a couple weeks ago. But I had COVID, and crazy enough, I've had it before. I was so sick this time. I had to go on the Paxlovid, the COVID meds, because, and I would have been okay, but I, it felt like I had knives in my throat. That's what it felt like. I couldn't swallow, I couldn't eat, and I couldn't talk, so I couldn't record the podcast, even though I had this story to share with you. I know there's been a lot of things going on. So I hope everyone is doing well and healthy. We are all good now in this household, and hopefully I'll be COVID-free for a while. But wow, did that wipe me out for a few days. I will say those meds are miraculous. Within a few days, I was feeling so much better. And you know, it's interesting for me when I can't talk. And you'll hear this theme throughout the story. I'm always, when things happen to me in my life, when I'm going through situations, I always ask, what am I supposed to get out of this? Why is this happening? What does God want me to take out of this? Um, Just the day before my COVID systems came out, symptoms, I was at NBC doing NBC News and I was having a nice chat with the producer And it just came up. We were talking about a situation in my life that was difficult. And I said to him, you know, I I really believe to the core of, of who I am that things don't happen to me. They happen for me. And when I when I'm going through things, I'm always asking, okay, how is this for me? When I'm what am I supposed to take from this? And when I got COVID during that time, I asked the same question. And I realized that I talk a lot. When I was more full-time as a therapist, I did much more listening. But now there's a lot of talking that's happening, whether it's on TV or through my writing or whatever it is. And I just felt like for a week, God was like, okay, you need to shut up for a little while and just listen. And literally, I could not speak. I could not speak. So I spent a lot of time lying down and trying to listen. And there were a lot of things I heard during that time. And, And that's something because we know the benefits neurologically in terms of our mental health of silence. How much time do you actually spend listening and listening spiritually, listening to God? I know a lot of times we're we're reading, we're listening to sermons, we're doing devotionals, we're talking, but do we actually spend time listening? Do we start with the questions, God, what do you have to say to me today? Show me, show me. And even listen for that voice that might sound like our voice but really is the voice of the Holy Spirit. So I had many opportunities to hear things over the past week, some of which I'm going to share with you. But I I have just such a funny story. And first of all, my husband would like everyone to know that, yes, my license was reinstated because I got down here saying that it had been expired for five years, which it had been. I could not believe, where did five years go like that? My husband goes, Nero. You can't say it. You could at least waited till you knew what was going to happen. Like, you're just talking to these people like they're your friends. I'm like, babe, they are my friends. I know I don't know all of them, but I'm sure if I met them, they would be my friends. 
just so you know, my license was reinstated. I am now legally a practitioner once again, and it will never expire again because now I have a recurrent reminder on my phone. Isn't that amazing how we can do that? So so there's that. But if you listen to my podcast episode a few weeks ago where I talked about this story and I talked about her really feeling convicted that even though the situation was a little bit nuanced, I really felt like God was saying, you you need to speak the truth at all times. And it's it's how you conduct yourself in the little things that really reflect who you are, what your character is made up, up of. So I had that experience, and then it was the Sunday that that podcast episode was released out into the world, and I was feeling so good, and I was like, God, I got this. you know. And now other people wrote me. They said, we're encouraged by that episode. We do see the need to be faithful in the small things, in those small things to be faithful and aligned with who we are in our faith, who God wants us to be, who God is calling us to be. So I go to church and that morning that that podcast episode goes out in the world and then my kids were like, let's go to Target because there's Target right near our church. So we go to Target, and I was really just happy with how that episode came out. And I think there was something in church that also resonated with that idea. And we get to church, right? So it's packed on a Sunday at Target, and we're looking around for a cart, and there's no carts. So I said, girls, I had my two, two of my daughters there and one of my daughter's friends. I'm like, Let's, we're just going to carry our stuff around. It's okay. There's no carts. So we get to the dressing room, and there's an empty cart outside the dressing room. And I was like, great. So the girls put their stuff in there, and then they go in to change. And I'm sitting outside the dressing room waiting. So a few minutes goes by. You know, I'm looking at what the girls are trying on. And then I go outside, and I wait there by our cart. And this woman comes out of the dressing room in Target. And she starts walking away with our cart. Now, our cart has all our stuff in it, including like the coats that we wore to Target. That's also in there. And I was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. That's actually our cart. And she was like, oh, yeah. And I'm like looking at your stuff in the cart. I'm still walking away with it. And I said, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. I do this at the grocery store all the time. I literally put my food in someone else's cart and just start walking away with their food. No big deal. And she goes, the weird thing was I left my cart out here and it was empty. Can I even tell you what I just said to her? It was so seamless and so fast. I just said to her, oh, well, maybe someone just walked away with it, you know, um, if it was just left out here empty. I totally lied in that moment. And as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I felt like God was just laughing at me. And I, I really felt like he was saying to me, oh, you thought you were good. You thought you were good. And this is what happened. And this is what happened. And after it came out of my mouth, I could have said, wait, wait a second. No, I'm sorry. That was your car. We put our stuff in there. But I didn't. I don't know what happened. I didn't want to make her feel bad. Maybe I didn't want to take all our stuff out of the car. And I don't even think that was it. It was just so fast and so seamless that I found myself not telling the truth after all that had just happened. So again, one thing, I, I was telling the girls what happened because I was like, you you guys have no idea. I was just, this was really bad and I should not have said that. And I started walking all over Target looking for this woman to give her her cart back. So 
Woman, if you're listening to this podcast for whatever reason, I am sorry that I took your card. I should have given it back to you. And I don't even know what happened in that moment. I know I was also tired, but still not an excuse. But again, I was I was asking God, okay, why did that happen? You know, I thought I was really good here. And if you've listened to the past few episodes, I have talked a little bit about pride. And one thing that I said on that episode was, Pride to me was not about thinking that you're better than other people because that is not what I struggle with. I I never feel that way. And in fact, I often feel the reverse. Like, oh, if, I, if I've done something, it's not a big deal. I often minimize the, the things that I've done. But I realized in that moment, pride is also thinking like, oh, I got this on my own. I got this on my own. I don't need God's help in this. I don't need discernment in this. And we can think after we've done something really well for a long time that we've got this on our own, but our own nature is not um, conducive to us being consistent 100% of the time on our own and, in fact, ethical. So what I realized in that moment is I need to get up every day and ask God, God, help me to be faithful in the small things. Help me to respond in ways that are aligned with you. Help my reactions to be reflective of you. Help me to live according to how you've called me to live. And this is not something that we can ever do on our own. As you can see, the day that my podcast episode came out about being honest, and then I went to church, and then I went to Target, and I stole someone's cart. Can you even believe that? But that that's what happened. So... That was the other side of the story. But it it made me think about a few things. And, and so many of us, and I've talked about this before, we're waiting for things to happen in our life. We're waiting for the job. We're waiting for something to happen with our kids. We're waiting for answers. We're waiting for new opportunities. We're waiting for God to resolve a situation in our life that we don't have an answer for or that maybe we need direction for. And I've always felt, and I'm seeing more as I get older, that God is not so concerned with getting us there or giving the answer or resolving the situation. Because he's God, he can do that in a minute. We know that. We've seen that all over the Bible. But it's the process to getting there that he's concerned about. And a big piece of that process is developing our character. That is something that needs refining constantly. It is something that God continues to build and grow and teach us in. And there are areas of our character that we may feel really good about, that we might be okay with. Maybe we even have some pride in that. I mean, I'm a feisty lady, and and I do have some pride in that. And as I've gotten older, you know, I've gotten asked God not to take that all away, but perhaps some of it needs to be reexamined. Maybe the way I react in certain situations needs to be rethought of or reexamined or even corrected. And I've, I've been more open to God working in those areas. And when we go through these different situations, when different situations come into our life, they really can be tests of who we are. For us to show over and over again, one, we're aligned with our faith. We're aligned with who God has created us to be. And also, we are who we say we are, that we're living that truthfully. So this situation was another reminder to me that, no, I'm not all good there. 
I need help in that area. Now, if I had just waited one breath and thought about it, I, I would have done the right thing. But the fact that it was just so seamless, I didn't even think twice that was my response. And I do think it was, I didn't want to make her feel bad, um, you know, because she seemed distressed about losing her cart. But I could not believe that that was my response. But yet it was. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a therapist, and she's a very good friend of mine. And she's been going through some challenges. And we've been praying for resolutions in her family. We've been praying for healing. We've been praying for a lot of things. And today when we got on the phone and we talked about it, I said, you know, but maybe what it is is that God wants to work on us first. I know this past year has been challenging, and I, I can't wait to tell you the story of what has been happening in my husband's life. We are just watching God work this incredible miracle and an incredible story, and I cannot share the details yet, but it's coming, and I'm believing that it's happening. And one thing I have said to my husband is there are certain areas of your life and of you that would not have been healed unless this horrible thing um, happened. And and I've seen how God has used it to heal him and to strengthen our marriage and also to change things in me. And that's what I said to my friend. I said, you have to ask the question, what needs to change in me as I go through this? Because this so much of this is God sharpening our character, refining our character to make us those people who can then step into the blessings that he has for us and honor him at those levels. So asking that question while we're waiting, God, one, how is this happening for me? What are you doing in me? What do you want me to understand? How do you want me to change through this? And what do you want me to see more of when it comes to you. So many of these situations and processes are about strengthening our faith. It's about God giving us new testimonies and writing new stories for us. I think it's really important to write these things down and journal them because we often forget. I have journals upon journals, and sometimes I write down these prayer requests, and I forget when they're answered. A lot of times when we get the answer, we move on. And we don't remember what we went through in that moment. But if you start writing down the things that you're praying for and put dates by them, it's amazing how um, how God will answer those prayers and show it to you years in advance. I'm working through right now, if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you know I love Mark Batterson, the author, and his 40-day prayer challenge. And I've told so many people to do that challenge. Well, he has a journal that's called Draw the Circle. It's it's kind of a tan-colored journal. And it it goes through 40 days, and it's a much shorter version. There's just a little reading every day. But it it forces you to journal your prayers in that. And I, I really think even in 40 days, you can see God move in pretty amazing ways. I've never committed a 40 days where I haven't come out different in some way. So I really encourage you to do that for sure. Um, the other thing that I've felt very convicted of is listening for God's voice. And part of that is being in the Word every day, reading just a little scripture every day. If you have never read scripture, life application Bibles are amazing because they have commentary. And and I found often the Holy Spirit will speak to me in that commentary just as much as in the scripture. 
So while we're waiting for these things to happen, these are some of the areas we can focus on. Actually reading scripture, being in God's word, because that is where God often speaks the loudest. It's amazing when you're going through something that you feel like is totally unrelated to the Bible, but you will get a message through scripture that speaks exactly to your situation. So while we're waiting, pursuing God more than the answer, pursuing God more than the resolution, pursuing God more than the opportunity is what will change you ultimately and what I believe will open the doors to the opportunity that you're waiting for. It will open the doors to the answer. I feel like God needs to know that we're pursuing him more than anything else in our life. That is what living faithfully looks like. That is what it means. And when we can do that, then I do think the potential is limitless for what we we can experience in our life. Waiting is hard. I'll never forget my kids would always say, waiting is boring because I got that from Peppa Pig. I don't even think Peppa Pig is on anymore. I go to these classes where there are moms that are a lot younger than I, and they're talking about these shows that the kids watch that I never even heard of. And that's how I knew, oh, I'm older. I'm older now, right? Because it goes fast. But waiting is boring and it's challenging and it's hard. And especially when you don't know what to do. So Oftentimes, we have to create certainty where there is uncertainty. I've, I've done corporate wellness workshops on this, how to create certainty when there is uncertainty. And that's we go back to the things that we know work, the things that we know we can find contentment in. Remember that book that I wrote? If you have it, go back to it. I, I've had people write to me to say, I've read your book several times because I've needed it at different seasons. And thank you if you've written me stories about how it's helped you. I live for those emails, by the way. I've gotten emails that have, it's those emails and those stories that have made me go back to write another book because I think writing books are more painful than giving birth. And I've done that a, a few times, but I'm going back to do it again. Um, but while we're in the uncertainty, creating certainty is through connecting with people that we love, spending time with them, being present with them, gratitude practices, and pursuing God in every way that we can, um, listening to podcasts that encourage our faith. Hopefully like this one, I hope this encourages your faith. And if so, please share it with somebody. Um, those kind of things are creating certainty where there's uncertainty. And when we put ourselves in a position to hear from God, God will speak to you. God will speak. A lot of people say to me, oh, I don't hear God the same way. And I'm like, are you pursuing God though? Are you are you pursuing God? And yes, it may be silent for a little while. It may be silent, but still do the things. Still write down the prayers. Still journal. Still read the books. Still read scripture. Still go to church in person when you can. Those are the ways that we pursue God and put him above actually finding the answer. So... Those are my thoughts that were meant to be sent out to you a few weeks ago, but I'm just now getting my voice back. So thank you for bearing with me. And likely there won't be a podcast this week because um, I am going to be away. But I am so, so excited because there's going to be a new voice on my podcast that is coming very soon. And she is so full of wisdom, and I, I just can't wait for you to hear her and connect with her and have her be another trusted voice in your life. Thank you for trusting me. That means the world to me. And I am just hoping that you have a wonderful week, that you stay healthy, that you be well and live full. 
and really think about how you are going to pursue God above everything else this week. I will be back soon. Have a great week. Thanks for listening today. And if you have a second, go on the Apple Podcast app and rate this podcast. I want to know what you liked and what you didn't like and what you want more of. And connect with me. I'd love to hear from you on any of my social media at Nero Feliciano, the incidental therapist on Facebook and Nero Feliciano on Instagram. And you can also connect with me through my website, Nero Feliciano. So until the next time, have a great day, be well and live full.